You're listening to To The Show We Go Baseball Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into episode 11 of To The Show We Go, featuring Ed Han and myself, Andrew Parker. Uh, If you didn't get a chance to check out episode 10, we had... um, I don't even know how to describe him. He's a fan favorite. He's a former Red Sox, current Nesson and WEI contributor. I believe it's living um, legend. Living legend. Living legend. The there you go. For. Lou Merloni. So if you didn't get a chance to check that one out, Lou's got the voice of an angel. Um, I, I I absolutely love watching, listening to him and on the radio and everything, call games. But today we actually have one of the more interesting guys that we've talked to player-wise. Uh, we have Bradley Blaylock. Blaylock, uh, if if you kind of were like, okay, I know this name from this past year. He was involved in a trade. So, uh, Bradley, just wanted to uh, ask you, like, how's your how's your off season been going? Oh, it's good. I wouldn't really say I've had an off season yet. Uh, I've been in Arizona for since the season ended. Or well, two weeks with two weeks left in the season. Uh, I had like a little oblique injury, so I kind of. They just sent me out here just to get that over that. And then I threw in two games and instructs and then now just out here at a strength camp. So okay. here until November 17th. Oh man. Um, I, well, I definitely want to get into um, more of like the trade aspect later on. Cause I, I know that was obviously like pretty big news for you uh, this year. Um, but I kind of wanted to talk about, obviously you just, you just kind of talk, I gave a little spoiler to like the end of your season there. Um, but looking back at this past year, like what would you, what would you describe your 2023 season as? Like if you had to label it as, as something. Um, I'd say maybe like a blessing in disguise. Um, just because I came in a couple of months, uh, like a little later from spring training, uh, went through extended cause I was rehabbing uh, TJ. But once I got activated and once I hit the road to Salem and then to Greenville, uh, I was locked in and ready to go. Yeah, I mean, you you absolutely killed it in Greenville. It really seemed like the whole rotation there was fi- just firing on all cylinders that whole season. And, um, you know, Greenville ended up winning their league championship. Uh, did you did you follow that at all when, when it was going oh, on? Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. I had to uh, follow those guys um, since I played with them for the majority of this year uh kept in touch with some of them and it was definitely fun to watch them win it all what what made that group special um i i'd say we played together before uh we we played together in 21 in salem and we were for the most part we were one we were one game away from winning it or going to the playoffs there uh came down to the last game but we didn't make it um and I've, these guys have put in a lot of work over the past two years, and I've seen it uh, firsthand. And uh, it's good they got to win or go to the playoffs and then win it all. What was that like for you, I guess, coming back this year? And I, I know Ed kind of mentioned it, but you pretty much dominated when you got back to Salem. And then obviously you got uh, bumped up to Greenville and you put up great numbers as well. But what was that like for a mindset wise? You're like, okay, like I'm back doing this and I can do it. Yeah. Um, come in, really, it was uh, an extended, I had, I was facing a couple guys a lot, uh, Tyler Esplin, and we always had like a little head to head competition going on whenever I'd face them. But 
Um, just like having the people uh, behind me, like staff wise that knew I could do it and believed in me. And we worked on the little things to get those adjusted uh, over the process of TJ. And then once I was able to throw in games, we kind of see, saw how it uh, came to life and just trusted the process and kept my routine the same pretty much all year and was able to produce. Yeah, I know that um, the recovery time from Tommy John is different for everybody. Um, and I remember talking to Hunter Dobbins last year about his uh, his recovery from it. It seemed like a couple months in, started feeling a bit of uh, fatigue. But you mentioned an oblique injury. Um, did you find that you were your arm was starting to tire down as well? Or like how, how did the rehab process kind of end for you this year? Yeah, um, I didn't really feel fatigued. Uh, kind of had to adjust my routines a little bit from Greenville to – uh, when I got to Wisconsin, which is the high timber rattlers, which is the high for the brewers. Um, just cause I, uh, wasn't put in front of a couple of things that I had with the Red Sox. It just kind of had to adjust to what I was, or what I've had available to use. Um, but I got those things that I had with the Red Sox. So now I have those and I can, uh, kind of go and get back onto my normal routine. But, um, yeah, I didn't feel uh, tired or anything, um, just kind of happened in one game. I got two outs and felt a little tightness in my oblique and I was like, I need to call a trainer out just cause, um, I've had an injury before and I know I'd rather call them out than try and push through and, uh, be healthy for whenever my next time on the mound is. And you, you mentioned, um, earlier that you're in Arizona right now and, um, I know obviously you haven't been through your first spring training in Arizona, but is it a lot different than obviously like when you were rehabbing with the Red Sox, you were in Fort Myers, you were in Florida side, and now you're over in Arizona. Like, is that, is how different is that for you? It's, it's very different. Um, I got a little taste of, I guess, spring training with instructs. Uh, we play games here, unlike they do in uh, Florida now, but uh, the drives are like 30 minutes apart and stadiums are pretty close. So it's, pretty neat. You don't have to ride those hour long bus rides uh, like you do in Florida. So that's the nice part. Um, facilities are, I'd say maybe a little better out here. Um, pretty kind of newer. Um, definitely the Brewers is cause it was built in 2019, but, um, just coming from Florida or having what I had in Florida and then coming here, it's, I wouldn't say it's too much different. There's a couple little things, but not too much. Yeah. So, you know, coming from, uh, the, like the the Southmore, how was there any culture shock with Wisconsin? I've like that's of the for, I've been to forty five states. I've never been to Wisconsin. All I know about it is that there's supposed to be good cheese there, and that's it. Yeah, now, that's how has that been? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, everyone everyone said uh, cheese curds. I didn't ever have cheese curds there while I was there, but uh, I got to I never got to hear the end of it. But uh, yeah, a little bit of a culture shock, but not really. Um, a lot of a lot of fields like uh, cornfields and just farming out there, and um, so that was a little different because you don't really see that uh, around where we were playing, but or with the Red Sox. But I mean, not it wasn't too much of a culture shock. Uh, we were we were kind of chatting a little bit before we started, um, and I was kind of mentioning um, a few of the guys like from your draft class and all. Are you still you still pretty close with some of the guys in the uh, in the class, or even like just in the system as a whole, or for the Red Sox side of things? Yeah, I, I talk to guys uh, pretty much talk to a couple guys every day, um, 
but yes, I'm, I'm close to the guys in my class. Uh, and luckily I got to go out to Glendale to see, uh, the Red Sox guys play last Thursday night. So that was pretty cool. And just cut, just seeing them and seeing their smiles on their face and smiles on my face. Cause that's the first time I've seen them since I got traded. Ed, I don't know if you got anything to follow up there. Well, so I have, I have a question, but I want, I, 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 I talk, so I talked to Bradley about the trade um, a while back, like right after it happened. So I was waiting on you to, uh, to ask about that. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I don't know. I, I just had a, f- a few on that. So um, I've never like seen anything like, or, or about like your side of things on the trade. And I've noticed that obviously when there's a trade like that, that goes out the deadline, it's like, uh, we're more focused on the guy that's actually in the majors compared to the minor league side. I mean, it's just right. how it always is. Um, so I guess just going back to that, like what was, what was your reaction like when you found out that you had been dealt? Um, I was kind of surprised, but I knew it might could happen just because it was my rule five year. Um, I didn't know where I was with the Red Sox going into it, but um, that, that also kind of played a factor in my year because um, I knew it was my rule five year and I knew I needed to produce to either make an impression on the Red Sox or another team. Um, but yeah, going back to the trade, I was just get, I was getting ready for the game to go out and watch, um, like I normally do every night when I'm not pitching. But um, everyone was on their phones a lot that day, just trying to see if anybody got traded uh, from our org. And then it came down to the deadline, and everyone had seen like there was a, a trade with the Brewers for Urias and a pitching prospect. And uh, in the back of my mind, I kind of thought it, it could be me, but I didn't really think too much of it. And then I was. We were trying to just guess and see who it could be in the locker room with, uh, in Greenville. Um, and then I, I looked at the guys and I was like, hey, watch. Uh, Iggy's going to come in the door in a second and pull one of us. And uh, and I turned around and in Greenville, you can only see through the logo on the door. You can't see through the rest of the door. And I could see he was kind of peeking in through the door and then he kind of darted away. And I kind of knew that. I was like, okay, that's probably going to be me. And then he can't. He uh, got Abe's on the phone, and then he came in and got me. And um, it, I mean, it was definitely a little, little heartbreaking. But I knew I had another opportunity that arise, so I was excited for it. And it was a quick turnaround. Packed up, went and said bye to all the guys that are getting loose, and then packed up all myself in the locker room and in the apartment, and then I was ready to go. If it hadn't been you, who do you think it would have been? Like, what was your like? Who was the first guy that came to mind? Like, oh, they traded, and, and you know that's not necessarily a diss on them or anything. I'm just right, curious yeah. who the first guy that came to mind was. Um, we all thought maybe Perales because I mean he's had a good year, and we were like, oh, this could this might be him. Uh, just because it's that pitching prospect, we were just trying to guess. Uh, but we really didn't even know who it was, and we were just throwing around a bunch of names. I, I think I messaged Ed at the time and I said, I am, I'm guessing it's Hunter Novins just because he had such a rise and he was one of the, I don't know, he's doing so well. And I'm like, I feel like it's him, but yeah. uh, I feel like it was hard to guess. It was like really, really hard. Cause with the former uh, CBO, when he was in charge, I feel like he never really traded any of the guys down the system. So I, I, whenever it happened, I was kind of like, Whoa, like that was, yeah. wasn't ready for that one. Um, yeah. 
What what are your thoughts on um, the former CBO high uh, high and Bloom being uh, being let go right just right after he traded you? Um, yeah, you, I, I think that we could we can agree is because he traded you. <laughs> no, um, I I mean I like time. Um, he always in spring training when or even whenever I would see him, uh, we always talked. I mean we had like five ten minute talks sometimes, and um, it, every time he had a big smile on his face, and I I thought. Uh, everyone liked them and all the players um, don't know about the big leagues, but um, all the minor leagues had good things to say about him. But I mean, I guess if you, he wasn't really kind of getting it done over the big leagues, so it kind of just fell apart. But I mean, he set up the system for success in the future. So whoever uh, gets this job is definitely going to have some success coming through with uh, the way he set it up and with the guys he has there. And you, you had kind of mentioned that, uh, you know, just that you talked to Iggy and you were chatting, you got to talk to Aves, but did he ever contact you when he, when he uh, dealt you? Uh, no, I didn't really uh, talk to him unless I saw him in person. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know how it was. Cause I, I feel like a lot of the times I, when I do talk to like minor leaguers, um, even like Steven Nogosek, I remember he was part of the Addison Reed trade back in the day with the Mets. And he told me, he's like, I found out I was being traded on Twitter. Like, that's just how yeah. I found out. Um, I feel like a lot of minor leaguers, I hear that quite a bit now. So um, I'm glad you didn't find out on Twitter that you got traded. So, well, yeah, um, I, I mean, I guess you could say I did because we saw it on Twitter first, uh, but we just didn't know who it was. <laughs> okay well yeah you didn't see your name and i didn't like, see just my be name like, no okay yeah, yeah i feel like some guys are like oh i found i saw my name on a jeff Passon tweet and it was like well, that was the first thing they saw so <laughs> yeah. um, it's kind of wild to me how quick that information travels that it beats some of the people that are actually involved in the trade like that right, seems right. i i feel like that would be that would be stressful just like waiting on that the whole day yeah yeah we were trying to we were yeah i think everyone was checking their phones all day and just kind of seeing if anyone got traded because we kind of knew there might be a couple trades but um yeah that was it was interesting that day was like interesting i was talking to kipper and uh and i was joking around with kip which is a pigeon coach in greenville and then dalton rogers was out there in the bullpen and i was like yeah this could be our this could be our last day together and i was just joking around and we were all laughing about it and then it actually was the last day <laughs> oh man um, oh, I was going to, I was, I was going to lead into, um, do you know by chance, like if you will be getting a ring from Greenville? I, I will. So that's okay. Uh, Are you looking exciting. forward to that? Yes. Yes. I, uh, I was excited to get that text from the GM there. Eric. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, no, I, I follow him on Twitter, by the way, Eric is probably one of the more, well, he's a very passionate Philly, uh, Philly guy. I know that yeah. he's, he yeah. bleeds like Eagles and Phillies, but um, I, he's pretty cool guy to be the GM of a team. So. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's uh, all the players like him and he's there for the players. So that's pretty cool. Uh, my first start, I actually had it in Greenville. I texted him and I was like, Hey, is there any way I could get like 20 tickets? Because I was like, I'm only an hour and a half away from there. Uh, that's where I grew up. And I, there's so many people coming. He's like, of course. So. Uh, I kind of hooked it up for the players whenever they needed it. That's awesome to hear. Um, have you? What are your plans for the off season? Are you? Because um, you're in Arizona now, you're you're rehabbing. But um, are you 
do you have any plans to play to play anywhere? Or are you just going to be just like rebuilding your strength? Like, what's uh, what are you going to be up to? Yeah, I'm actually cleared from rehab, so I'm all done with there. Uh, we just got a strength camp going on that have, but we have about 20 guys here. Um, but I'll probably just go home and uh, do all my stuff there, and then be ready for next year. Uh, speaking of home, I uh, I wanted to ask you about uh, Georgia. So. I saw that you were a, I think you were a Kennesaw state uh, commit. And I know there was another guy that just came up recently. That's now playing in the NLCS Brandon Marsh. That is from the Buford area and um, very familiar with that area. But um, what was it like, I guess, playing high school baseball down in Georgia? Because I, now that I've gotten to do this for a little bit, we've, been talking to a lot of Jersey guys and apparently there is just like a million New Jersey dudes in the Red Sox system now. And they're all telling me that baseball is just booming in New Jersey, but I'm just like, it's not Texas. It's not Georgia. Like, let's let's get real. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, um, it's definitely fun. Um, you're always playing against a top tier guy. I mean, it might be one or two on each team, but you always, you got those Bufords and Parfus that always have good guys. And, um, when I played, uh, I mean, I played travel ball with all those guys, so whenever we'd play each other, it was always a battle, but it was always fun. Um, there's talent everywhere in Georgia. And I actually got to uh, a couple years, like my first and second off season, um, and then a third off, a, a couple of off seasons, I've got to be around Brennan Marsh, and uh, it's, he's a cool guy. He didn't have the long hair back then, though. No, he's a he's a crazy guy. Um, yeah, I I've gotten to be around him a little bit too, because um, I got family in Buford, and um, okay. it's uh, he's crazy. I I met him when he was a senior in high school, and he was I think he had just as much energy as he does now that when I was watching a video of him like popping champagne in the Phillies uh, clubhouse, right. like the guy has not changed at all, and no. I kind of love that. So, no, yeah, I actually grew up. Uh, like 20 minutes from Buford. I went to Grayson high school. Okay. So it's like, it's like 20 minutes away at 30. I'd say probably like closer to 30 minutes. Yeah. I always tell people when they ask, I'm just like, okay, there's a, there's a big lake called Lake Lanier right there. And yeah. It's actually where the show Ozark was filmed. It wasn't even filmed in the Ozarks, which right. people are just like, why the heck not? And I'm just like, well, <laughs> It's a nice lake, just a lot of people die out there, so it's a little yes. little crazy. It's like a yeah, like yeah. Ed, you have no idea, man. What like, do you mean a lot of people you're just casually dropping that? What does that mean? A lot of people a die lot of out people, there. Yeah, drown. They drown. Like it was water, uh, uh, man. Yeah. There's like supposedly it's like man made and uh there's like a city under it and if people people drown all, all the time in there and they think they just go down there. Down to the city. Is it one of those no, that's in the that's like in Utah where like the there was that um like the lake with the brain eating amoebas that that like killed a few people, but okay. So I'm thinking of something different. But. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, people are just drowning in that lake. It's not like things are eating their brains. It's just that yeah. like people like it's it's like every summer like a lot of people There's die. So many it's like, people, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's like at this point though, I shouldn't it's actually, be laughing. Like, kind of sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's interesting, but it's I feel like every time I I hear like when I was when I first went down there, I remember uh, I was always told like don't go in the water there. It's just a no yeah. thing. But I um, used to go uh, like tubing behind a boat there a couple of times with one of my uh, friends from high school, but I haven't been since. So, oh man. Well, I don't want to keep dwelling on uh, Lake Lanier because I it's, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of uh, depressing. So sorry about that. 
um, I did want to kind of talk about. So you've been you were in the Red Sox system since 2019 um, and you got a chance to play a little bit in Salem and in Greenville. How how was your experience, I guess, playing in a town like Salem? I hear a lot of mixed mixed feelings on it just because it's out in the middle of nowhere. But how was your um, how was your experience there? I mean, I I liked it. Um, I was there in 2021 uh, for the full year. That's before I got hurt. Um, we won a lot of games, and it was a good coaching staff. But the players wanted to be there. Uh, the clubby, always always a good time with the clubby there. Uh, it takes care of his guys, so that's a good thing. Um, I'd say this this year I kind of wanted to get in and out of there just because I've I already played there. Um, and then when I got to Greenville, it was on a whole nother level than Salem because uh, they just had redone the clubhouse, the weight room, everything in the clubhouse. So it was, all, it was pretty cool um, going there and going into a new facility that was just remodeled. Um, they, I mean, same thing there. They always, they're always there for the players and the staff and the clubby there it's, takes care of the players too. But, yeah, it was, I definitely enjoyed playing at both of those parks. D- different cultures uh, for sure. Because it's more more of a small town in Salem. Not, I mean, I think a couple couple of times there's three thousand, four thousand people there, but not too many times. But I mean, uh, they're always rooting us on. And then when you get to Greenville, it's like a younger crowd, um, and it's packed out every night, basically. So this is this is a two parter for you. Um, you're pitching, ball gets hit. Who do you want it to go to? And this is for Greenville and for your your current team up in uh, up in uh, up in Wisconsin. Which guy? Which guy for each team? Um, Greenville. I mean, I'd have to say I would want to fly ball to Roman Anthony. Uh, good guy. I mean, he's gonna go make plays. Also, I'd say Tyler Miller. Tyler Miller saved me on a couple of plays this year. He made a couple of diving catches. So. And You're the second person points. to say Miller. That's what Nathan, Nathan Landry, Landry said. said it too. Yeah, he made he's made he made a couple of good plays to me that saved a couple of innings from getting big. And uh, I, I think I still owe him a little steak dinner. So maybe one time <laughs> I'll catch up with him. <laughs> but here, I, I um, the short. I mean, everyone was good here. I don't know. I center field was Joe Gray Jr. Um, twenty eighteen draft. But I guess I'd have to say him. Because I like fly ball sometimes, <laughs> but I mean any ball on the ground in the infield, guys are making plays, so that's always good. Uh, Robert Moore, he played at Arkansas. He's pretty good defense, defensive guy. So I feel like we're gonna have to get Tyler Miller on because, like, like we said, like yeah. Nathan Landry was like praising this guy, and I'm just like, you know, I, I haven't really heard him like being like this like defensive, just like all gold glove guy, but yeah, he's, he's supposed to be back first. Like what's, what's yeah. going on here? This is two for two. It's a coincidence right now, but if it's three, if the next person we ask that to says Tyler Miller, there's something going on with his glove then. Yeah. I mean, he, he made a couple of diving catches in left center for me. So, I mean, he played some good third too, or first base whenever he was there. So he's like played good all around whenever I was down, uh, down there pitching. Interesting. Yeah. I, uh, that's weird. Um, so how was like, uh, 
we, we were kind of talking about uh, we were talking to Nathan Landry about it uh, as well. And we kind of mentioned to it that, you know, just being part of that team. But um, whenever you were there in Greenville, did you sense that th- that team was going to go on and win a championship? Like, was it really that good? Was a clubhouse like that, like crazy? Like, was there anything that stuck out to you like when you were there? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I was there the fir- uh, the last week of the first half. So whenever they clinched. Um, we lost all those games, but I mean, Iggy would come in and be like, Hey, don't, don't hang your heads. Like, let's go. We got some more games to play. Um, so that, I mean, just having the manager support your team and just tell you, Hey, let's, let's get after it the next day. Um, definitely it plays a big role. Um, pitchers, all the pitchers, held each, everyone I'd say held each other accountable. Um, there wasn't any guys really throwing bats or anything uh, whenever they get out or whenever they go cold. I mean, we always had a good time. We always laughed. Um, guys picked each other up. And so when I was there, I could feel like this was definitely a championship caliber team. Uh, just We just had to put the – or they had to put those pieces together at the end of the year, um, especially like after the second half that we kind of lost a lot, a little bit. So, I mean, they, they put those pieces together and pull, uh, pulled away with it at the end. Speaking of uh, championship caliber teams, uh, you've been following the, the MLB postseason? Yeah, yeah. Who do you got? Who do you who do you, you don't have to predict for the World I, Series, but who do you think is going to win their respective matchups right now? The I think the Rangers will beat the Astros, um, which hopefully happens. Um, but <laughs> um, I don't know. I think the Diamondbacks and the Phillies is going to come down to the wire. Um, the Diamondbacks have been hot lately. I mean, last night they put up three, even, like after the Phillies store five. So, I mean, that kind of shows they're not out of it. Um, I'd hope the Diamondbacks wins that series, just coming from Atlanta. Uh, I was going to say, I didn't know if you were – obviously, you probably grew up a Braves fan, but um, I, it must be hard to root for the Phillies or be like, oh, I want to see them do well. So, yeah, um, <laughs> that leads in. I ha- I have some rapid-fire ones here. There's no wrong answers at all, and they're they're pretty – easy um questions here but that's it's going to be along the lines of the atl sports here for my first one um which atlanta sports team gave you the biggest heartbreak in your lifetime falcons for sure easy yeah okay i mean i feel like that was kind of a layup but my next one is going to be a very very hard one because it's hard for me favorite fried chicken fast food place in georgia Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. You didn't even over, hesitate. You didn't. You didn't even have to think about that. No. You're not even going to consider Zaxby's. No. Or <laughs> Cage is, Cage is way better than Zaxby's, but whoa, Chick-fil-A. I grew up on Chick-fil-A, like going to travel ball, and so I mean, I'm a, I'd, I'd eat Chick-fil-A every day. Can I get your uh, honest opinion on Bojangles? I love it. Okay. I love it. All right, I, I like thought it? It was, I thought that no, I love it, and I okay. I like Zaxby's a lot. They actually had Zaxby's in Columbia, Missouri, so I always had it. But um, I thought that was going to be a lot harder of a question for you, so I wasn't expecting you to be so chicken. <laughs> <but, laughs> no, I'm not a big sure. fried chicken guy, but I I got to agree on the Chick Fil A. Their stuff is amazing. Zaxby's you've never is good, had but Zaxby's. I I think Canes is better than Zaxby's. All right. They do have, you know, they have canes up here. There's one near the BU campus. It's not the same. I, I used to always go by it. Never, I've never been there. Never been there. 
I, I promise you it's not the same because I've been to a Zaxby's in the state of Georgia and I've been to a Zaxby's in the state of Missouri. And for some reason, the state of Georgia just tastes better because it's in the South. Like, I don't know. It's oh. same with Canes. <laughs> they have Canes in Boston and it's just not the same. I like okay. it. It's just not the same. Um, all right. So are you a, my next question, it's going to depend on something. Are you a uh, University of Georgia fan? Yes, I am. All right. So go dogs. Um, that's my question. Are they, are they set up to win a championship this year? I don't know. I mean, I'd say it depends on how hot they come out of those games. Okay. I, I So when they played Auburn, I was telling all my guys here, I was like, if Georgia comes out hot, it's a blowout. But if Georgia doesn't score first, it's going to be a close game. And it was a close game. And then I told him against I said against Kentucky, if they come out high, it's going to be a blowout, and it was a blowout. Well, that so leads... kind of just go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say it leads to my next uh, question because it was kind of a two-parter on UGA. Is Carson Beck the guy? Yeah, yeah, he's played good. I mean, hopefully, he plays good, continues to play good. Actually, I went home this pat this weekend for a little visit, and I saw him out after the uh, Vandy game. So that's pretty cool. But you saw, Carson I don't Beck? know. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know him. I know a couple other oh, guys. Okay. So like, I know uh, they have like a little punt returner, Makai Muse. He's like a, uh, he's been everywhere. They call his nickname. like Waffle House or something like that. Okay. And, uh, but yeah, I think, uh, I think they have a good chance. They'll have Brock Bowers back uh, for that SEC championship game against probably LSU. And then uh, go from there. If Georgia makes the SEC championship game, Mizzou is six and one no. right now. So, oh my goodness, Mizzou can't handle the pressure. Hey, I, uh, <laughs> the backup quarterback is from. He went to Collins Hill, uh, which is in. It's close to uh, Buford. Okay, um, you're talking about for UGA, right? No, for Missouri. Oh, Sam Horn. Sam Horn. His yeah. brother was at at Kennesaw State too, so I got to meet him. I got to I know both of them. All right, I met both of them. I was gonna say Sam Horn. Um, going into this year, they were saying that he could be the starter. Obviously, Brady Cooks outplayed him, but it is pretty cool that you have a guy that's a, a pitcher on the baseball team that's throwing like ninety eight, and then he can go out there and almost Swing win a starting it. quarterback job. So I I'm a big yeah. fan of Sam Horn. And. Uh, Missouri got a transfer in Jake Garcia from Miami quarterback. Yeah. He, he went to my high school or he transferred to my high school after COVID. Cause whatever, uh, there's a long story. California yeah. wasn't having a season. And then he went down to another school and got denied eligibility. And then he went to my school in the same state and got eligible. And wow. we won a state championship. <laughs> got a lot of mizzou connections over there i wasn't planning on talking about mizzou for about like eight minutes on here but um no that's that's cool um well that was it i thought the chicken thing was gonna go way differently just because i know a lot of people down there love their bojangles they love their zaxby's and that's where i was always took and i was like hey zaxby's is a thing but you were just yeah, very chick-fil-a so i mean i mean zaxby's and, is good but it's just not good where i, I don't i wouldn't need it all the time I'm not going to tell my fiance that because I'm taking her for the first time next year when we go down to a wedding. So I'm, I'm not going to tell her anything bad about it. Cause I told her it was like the greatest thing ever. So uh, yeah, yeah. Just tell her I said Zaxby's is good. 
It's my second. I'll just say it's my second one. All right. <laughs> second favorite. Ed, what do you got for me? I, I didn't realize there was a Sam Horn that it wasn't the, the baseball player, Sam Horn. All of that just went right over my head. <laughs> he is a baseball player, I guess, but yeah. No, but like the Red Sox Sam Horn that like the original oh. Red Sox forum, like the Sons of Sam Horn was named okay. after. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, there's what? Well, he's got to yeah. get drafted by by something in New England then, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, they're saying that he might, uh, obviously, it's hard, but I, I remember the, the Kyler McDaniel, whatever, from LB Network was saying that he was going to be a first-round pick, but I was kind of thinking, I'm like, he's not even, like, starting. So, like, why? how would he be a first-round pick? So, um, as a baseball, Maybe not next football. Year. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, not football, well, baseball. He's a, but, he's a sophomore, right? He'll yeah. He'll be a sophomore this year. It might be one of those like talent things, like with um, the the A's drafting Kyler Murray, where it's like, hey, he's probably going to play football, but you know, yeah. he's, well, he's, I'll he's tell you athlete. what, man. Some of these Georgia athletes, and we were kind of talking about Brandon Marsh earlier in the show. Is like, I watched that dude play football at Buford, and Buford, if you don't know anything about, is an absolute powerhouse for football. And they, I, I would have, if I didn't know anything about him, I would have thought that they recruited. Um, so for sure do. everyone does though nowadays so yeah i guess recruited i don't know but um i would have thought that he was going to go to college to play football at the time but then he got picked in the second round by the angels and it's just like now look what he's doing so yeah it's a little crazy down there it is for sure all right, Ed, you're over here smiling. What do you got for me? Oh no, I'm just I'm just enjoying the football talk here at this point, honestly. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I I I'm I'm good. <laughs> well, I got one more for you, Bradley. Before right. we let you go, so you obviously went through your Tommy John. You went through a trade this past year. Uh, you're in a new spot. You had the oblique to kind of end your season a little early. Um, what? I don't know if you're a goals guy or not. Um, what do you have? Like what? So if you looked at back, if it was October 17th of 2024 next year and you looked back, what kind of things would you like yourself to accomplish next season? I don't know. Um, I'd say hopefully make it to the big leagues. I mean, that's everyone's goal, but um, I guess coming up here soon, you'll find out or we'll find out if I make the Brewers 40 man or not. Um, with the rule five draft coming up, but um, yeah, I mean, have a full healthy season. Really. It's kind of a goal, a big goal, um, but coming into spring and knowing I got this stuff to compete at the next other big league level, um, just go out and not really stress about trying to make a team, but just go out and compete and uh, kind of reflect back on this year and see what I had success going into this year. And then hopefully carry that over, uh, next year and do the same thing and be pushing for a big league spot at the end of the year. And so I guess uh, to, to end things here, I, I wanted to ask you, you brought up the the rule five and you don't know if you're going to be added to the 40 man and all that is, is that something that when it comes down, I, I forgot what the date was that teams had to add guys to the 40 and stuff, but um, do you have those dates circled? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I guess if you're eligible and, you think you have a good chance of making it? I definitely think you have a uh, circled plenty of times, um, but uh, I think the dates like November fourteenth is what uh, yeah. I saw on like Twitter, maybe. Um, but um, yeah, I, I'll still be here, um, so maybe I'll 
get pulled in an office or uh, on the phone or something, and then I'll be able to call home or not call home. I mean, we'll see. I will say this. I do – I really do miss um, you being in the Red Sox system just because of how pleasant your family is and, like, yeah. just commenting <laughs> on everything. Um, they would always retweet and like stuff and, like, just – they just, they just seem like a really great group of people, and it's always yeah. really cool to see, like, oh, the family is, like, rooting for them here, and they're really following this, and this is, you know, like, it might seem it, – it, it, it's it's everything for them. And that That's yeah. – I don't know. Like, that, I, that that's it, – it makes you want you to succeed even more just to see, see them react really. to it. Yeah, they have the best interest for me and especially my brother. Uh, my brother's a senior in high school, and – uh, he plays basketball, so they're kind of retweeting and doing the same thing for him. And hopefully um, he plays good this year and kind of can get, get a scholarship somewhere um, to go and play. But, yeah, they they like to come out and come watch some games throughout the year. And um, they're fortunate enough to do that. But, yeah, they have they have the best interest for both me and my brother. So Was that uh... – was that your mom, by the way, that I think tweeted at Ed after you got traded? And <laughs> I, I think somebody thanked him. Like, thank you for always talking highly of Bradley. <laughs> like, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I think it was my mom. We were actually talking about this past weekend when I was there. I was like, yeah, I'm uh, doing an interview with Ed. And she's like, oh, I liked him. I always I thanked them or whatever. So. <laughs> That's, that's good. Uh, it's, that's really that's, that's really nice to hear. That that that's very nice to hear. <laughs> that just yeah. made my day. I don't know why I remembered <laughs> that, but I did because I was like, somebody just thanked Dad for like being nice. Like a, a player's family just thanked him, so I thought it was yeah, really yeah. funny. But um, yeah. all right. Well, well, Bradley, we uh, we appreciate it. And you've been on here for thirty eight minutes, and uh, we we appreciate the time and uh, best of luck uh, going forward this off season. And once you do get to an off season. Um, and then obviously, uh, next year as you're starting your first year in the Brewers org, but thank you for the time. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. It's always a blast. Hell yeah. See you next time, man.